You're listening to the We Talk Nerd podcast, the podcast about gaming, movies, and everything nerd. I'm your host, Brandon. I'm Andrew. And I'm Rob. And uh, this week, we'll start off with the seeing what Andrew's been up to. Hello, everyone. And I haven't been playing much games, unfortunately. I've been doing some updates to the website, if anyone's checked that out. Uh, some Some updated visuals and a new page. And then I want to move forward with uh, putting a lot of major games in the spotlight with um, more details. So if you figured Destiny 2 is in there, I want to make sure it's displayed with, you know, an updated video. And then, of course, details about uh, our clan, Wrath Incarnate. I also want to do the same with um, with the World of Warcraft community that we're going to be doing. So, yeah, big changes in, in the in the community and if in the um website and then maybe if i touch a little bit of games it's celeste and that's about it so cool cool oh wait sorry god of war of course yeah. of course i can't course. forget that everybody's been playing that so yeah so i'm gonna have to ask rob what he's been playing because i already know yeah it uh pretty much starts off with god of war um but it doesn't end there i also uh i watched day nine playing a game called Frostpunk. A uh, game I hadn't really heard much about or seen anything about, and he's playing it. And I'm just kind of like enthralled by it because it's just it's hitting all my sweet spots in terms of like a Civ type game. And um, Andrew, you and I have played Dead of Winter before. It's kind of got some of those uh, mechanics in there as well, as far as you have to make the tough the tough choices about who's going to live and who's going to die. So, uh, oh, cool. Yeah, love playing God. So it was really <laughs> nice. Okay. <laughs> Well, speaking you, of playing God, uh, I've also been playing God of War and God of War, and I started BattleTech and then was like, I didn't want to go back and play more God of War and played more God of War. But uh, if you don't know already, it's an incredible game, and we'll talk about it here shortly and give us a little review from all three of our uh, perspectives. But uh, we'll dive into a little bit of news, and then uh, then we'll talk about it. But uh, if you're on the PlayStation and you happen to not be busy playing God of War, there is uh, a demo for Detroit Become Human out. And uh, I have yet to play it. I don't know if you guys have yet, but uh, it looks like it's going to be a fun game. comes out very soon, actually. It's definitely an interesting looking game. Uh, Quantic Dreams, who's the developer of the uh, of that game, uh, they they are known for making like very artistic, very deep games. Mm-hmm. Um, that are kind of hit or miss on the fun factor. Uh, you might have remembered there was the Ellen Page simulator a few years ago. Uh, it was <laughs> called, uh, what was it, Two Souls or Twin oh, Souls? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it wasn't called the Ellen Page simulator? <laughs> okay. That's what I called it, and now okay. I, that's the only thing I can refer to it as. I think it's Two Souls. Game, yeah. yeah, I think it's Two Souls, and, and that game was a ton of fun. Um, despite the fact that you're just running around being Ellen Page, uh, there was actually a lot of other things and it had like a cool, like ghost story to it as well. Um, but it, it's always, they always make games that make you think. And yeah. It's I a lot of, a lot of nice. story, a lot of cinematic yeah. story, yeah, not a lot immersive. of like action stuff. It's more story. Yeah, yeah. Not at all. So you say PS4, this mm-hmm. is another PS4 exclusive that's coming out. Another mm-hmm. PS4 exclusive that'll probably add to an already outstanding uh, exclusive list. That's right. So, yeah. Yeah. Their games are great, and sometimes they become classics. Like Heavy Rain was another game they did that a lot of people refer to on the uh, PlayStation Two. Okay. But yeah. I wouldn't consider any of them like killer apps or you know mm-hmm. system sellers. But 
you know, when you, when you do look at PS4 and what it can offer from an exclusive standpoint, you know, it just helps really round that out with these type of quality games. Mm-hmm. It, does, it does look good from what we've seen from E3 anyway. Mm-hmm. But uh, moving on to something that's going to look really good. Uh, Dark Souls, the remaster set. Well, good news for those who have the first one on PC. Uh, you can get it at a discount to 50%. So if you're worried that you're going to have to shell out another, I don't know, I don't know what a Dark Souls remaster would have to cost, but now it's only going to be 50% off that full price. So, yeah. Hmm. Cool. I think it yeah, should somehow I don't be free. But <laughs> I think I've got it through a Humble Bundle a long time ago. So. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah I've got it on Xbox or PlayStation, maybe. I, I don't have it on PC. Hmm. All right, uh, moving on. Apparently, we have some leaks sprung over at uh, the Black Ops 4 studio, which I can't remember which one this one is. Treyarch. Yeah, Treyarch. Uh, apparently, the multiplayer is going to be very similar to Overwatch-style gameplay. So I don't know how that'll work with the supposed Battle Royale mode that's coming out, but we could have a Overwatch Battle Royale hybrid coming soon. Okay. Oh, I thought it was going to be more like uh, there was going to be like U.S. Uh, military folks that'll be uh, throwing uh, tires and exploding <laughs> them in a cluster of uh, people kind of huddled together. And then, of course, they're player of the game. Yeah, it'll probably be sort of like you pick a, I don't know, like a special... I don't know if they'll have like classes or like a like a I don't know a certain general or something that has certain abilities. I don't know. But I don't know. What's yeah, interesting? I was thinking more of the lines that they're oh, they're only going to take one thing from that. <coughs> they say loot boxes. Yeah, okay, it could be that. that's it. It's going to be like Overwatch where it just has loot boxes. Okay, great. It could be like that. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. I like the Call of Duty where you get to progress and unlock attachments and stuff instead of just. Oh, don't get me wrong. Overwatch is fun, but in the realm of what I want Call of Duty to be, I don't know if I want Call of Duty to be Overwatch. But the problem with that is you you end up with the matchmaking and making sure people that are of the similar levels are paired up against each other. Mm-hmm. And in Overwatch, because everything is so kind of flattened out, um, you know, no one's got a better gun than anybody else that's right. got them, you know, doing so much better. So uh, it's very it's pretty easy to rate players against you know all the other players mm-hmm. in Overwatch. I think when you start having this customization and progression, is, it can get a little tricky. Yeah, there's such a general saying is it's going to be similar to Overwatch. It could be... Yeah. I mean, they're first-person shooters. Uh, you made a good point of that. They have different classes that counteract each other. Mm-hmm. That's probably what I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. But maybe they're looking at actual maps and then how they, how they have individual... Um, but goals and objectives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe that's possible. Yeah, they're they're not giving any information. Just so you guys know, I'm actually going to be filming like a, a short movie at my house. It's going to be uh, similar to Star Wars. Oh, that that sounds great. Actually, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, Star Wars or Avatar, one of the two. One of the two. I figured it out yet? Well, I did a mix. Yeah, great. Okay. But yeah, that's just I don't know. Overwatch uh, just kind of left a lasting uh, impact on the FPS world along with uh, these Battle Royale games that are come out. And speaking of the Battle yeah. Royale games, uh, PUBG has come out, <clears throat> excuse me, has come out and said they're going to introduce map selection. Uh, so, and supposedly it's not going to, you know, already break up the matchmaking system. Like you already have first person, third person, solos, squads, uh, duos, but apparently map selection won't break that up even more. Okay. 
But uh, yeah, that'll I've, be coming I've very soon. I've resisted PUBG. I, I have yet to play a game actually. Really? So yeah, yeah. I never. I I thought I might get into it. I was you know my had my finger hovered over the mouse button on the buy you know a number of times, but you know I just know the the time investment that I have is not something for yeah. That. I look at PUBG the same way I look at Hearthstone now. Yeah. Hearthstone I can do very well at. I it all makes a ton of sense to me. I love the mechanics. It just I just don't have the time to dedicate to you know that much. And right. PUBG is very much the same way. Yeah, and it, the the longer you hold off the the more polished it will be and the more mm-hmm. uh you know cool systems it'll have so yeah we'll see if i ever get into it but i think it's cool that they're introducing this and um you know given the amount of people still playing i mean it's got to find ways to diversify mm-hmm. and make itself different for, from all the other um brs that are from fortnite yeah. <laughs> it's also it's also a way for the the studio to really figure out what maps people like and enjoy Mm-hmm. So if, you're, yeah. if one map just doesn't get picked at all, you might want to rotate that one out and then or at least one. work on it. You know, make the improvement. So or yeah. work on it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, that's what remember, I've been hearing. You guys remember voting de dust, de dust. Yes, <laughs> I remember that so much. Or even or even the Starcraft days are just like ban that one. I don't. I yeah. hate that map. <laughs> well. Speaking of old days, tell us, Rob, about this uh, company of old. <laughs> this company of old. So years and years ago, there was a company that made video games, and then they stopped making video games and just started making stacks of cash. Uh, this is Valve. <laughs> and I was thinking Valve, Rare. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, the, Rare hasn't been making tons of money, but no, that's Valve not... certainly has. Valve um, has. So obviously Valve, you know, uh, curators of the Steam platform and uh, – and you know takers of 20 percent of all purchases and non-makers um, of games and non-makers of games they used to make games they used to and they make great games um but now what they're doing is they're actually getting back into making games uh not that they themselves are making the games they're acquiring studios that are already making games to make their games uh, <laughs> right okay but that's good publishing yeah. games is, is always a a good thing because you don't want just you know one platform to have you know a complete monopoly on you know who's going to be bringing out a game these could very easily have been an xbox or ps4 exclusive so by being on pc at least it's got better chances of being seen Uh, so they acquired firewatch developer camposanto um did you guys play firewatch i haven't but it looks really like the the uh scenery and stuff looks very nice yeah heard heard a lot of good things it's one of those walking simulators where a lot of things to look at you can kind of get lost in the world um, it, it was very innovative for its art style, mm-hmm. and they're creating a new game called In the Valley of the Gods, and it's like an Egyptian uh, pyramid exploring game, hmm. and it looks really cool. If you haven't watched the video on it yet, you, it's worth your time to take a look at it. Um, so Val, that'll be one of Valve's first published games uh, coming out, which is people were kind of hype about the game because it does look really cool. Uh, in addition to that, the other game is Artifact. Oh um, yeah, which is a yeah digital <laughs> card game. Yeah, we've uh, talked the about this a little bit. Magic the Gathering, right? So yeah. that's their two games that I know of so far. Yeah, they they I think they've come out re- very recently and said Valve is going to start making games again. Mm-hmm. So that'd be good. Yeah, that'd confirmed. Be good Third game. Third HL3. game. Three. Every time, every time we say it, it gets delayed another year. Right. <laughs> I mean, uh, so they're going to acquire. Let's say this keeps going. They're going to acquire these studios at least they're going to 
um, curate it, and they're going to help that developer with, of course, their loads yeah. of cash loads to cash. produce a great game. Um, and in this case, I, I have no doubt that these two games will be great games. Yeah. Um, so they could. They could. Looking forward know, to it. Valve could yeah. turn into an EA in terms of you know having all these different developers push you know pushing games out for them. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm interested to see you know what Valve yeah. does going well, forward. So probably 15 years ago or so. It used to be every, I shouldn't say every, Microsoft Studios mm-hmm. was publishing a ton of great games for the PC. Mm-hmm. You know, they had like, um, you know, Crimson Skies and Age just of a, Empires. a number of like, yeah, yeah, Age of Empires. Just if you saw Microsoft Studios published game, you knew it was going to be quality. And really, that's been going away. Usually, what you get is some console game that's got a port for that, or you might have some exclusive PC, but they just don't really have the the muscle behind it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that game that you were playing that you liked, the um, uh, Deliverance, Kingdom Come Deliverance, uh, you know, with a proper publisher or maybe a little bit more time and money behind it, probably could have been a little bit more of a polished experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm just hoping this means higher quality games coming out because the PC really could benefit from some good exclusive AAAs. For sure, nice. for sure. And, it's good uh, news. It's yeah, good news. speaking of the whole Microsoft and Xbox thing there, Rob, yeah, yeah. What else so, broke? Still some uh, some news uh, coming in um, about this, but it looks like uh, Xbox and Discord integration is going to be coming up soon. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're making this easier for you to go from a party on your Xbox or RDB in Discord and just immediately have chat uh, between the two platforms. So they're going to hey. link those up between the two. Looks like there's still yeah. some question about how it's all working out and there is not a dedicated discord xbox app but the fact that it works together means that's probably not too far behind yeah for you know i think the main function right now is uh friends list is you know the friends you have on steam and the friends you have on xbox you know mm. you, you like i think there's already like battle.net integration facebook twitter all that kind of stuff right. on discord now and there's yeah, well, add xbox on switch to too so if yeah. you're on yeah. you know if you're streaming then it'll it'll show on discord uh, from there so you know xbox too now it just shows that uh, they, I mean, Discord is kind of the way to go for you know voice communications. It's, it's their, you oh, know, yeah. Skype is it looks like you know Microsoft is kind of giving up on trying to push Skype and stuff. So that's good. Well, not for gamers like you know Skype for gamers. Oh yeah, is yeah, that's going to happen. Yeah. But Skype is very much alive and haunting people in the uh, development world. Yeah, uh, especially ones that use like Office products. Mm-hmm. Well, we we know firsthand in our community that we've been developing even with the Discord APIs, so it is a great platform for any towards any sort of gaming, and you want to integrate something into your community, which is of course your Discord server. It's just, all of that's just very easy to do, and Xbox is getting on board, and I, I assume they're just going to keep building on it. There was a quote to see how, like, give a little insight on how it works even more. Is here's a quote from Microsoft. If you are playing Sea of Thieves on your Xbox, you can now choose to give your Discord friends the ability to see to see that and decide whether they want to hop on their Xbox and join you, right? So it is that friends friends list sort of thing. But I assume that they're going to move toward actually a button a button to where okay they're they're on Discord they can just join your game yeah like an actual in game integration. So I can see that happening. Yeah, I'm sure One it's coming forward. down the line. Yeah, good stuff. And now for the moment no one's been waiting for. 
<laughs> Tell me what else what? is coming down the line. You got to get the hype up because our community was the most. It was it was an uproar of hype for. You mean the God of War community? Yeah. Our, I'm talking about Destiny Two. Let's just oh, let's okay. just put it up front. <laughs> Destiny Two reveal stream that Bungie did on Tuesday. Right. Our community w- was watching it. Yeah, it's a lot of hype going on there, um, and I wanted to touch on some important subjects for for the community, of course. But for the listeners, it's important if you're going to get into Destiny Two to um, to see what's what's happening in the game. And, and it's worth coming back existing, to. And for existing players, if you're coming back, some really really cool stuff. Um, I know we we talked about it last week. Like, what what did you guys want? In Destiny 2, well, mm-hmm. want more meaningful gameplay, more modes to play. Well, they revealed a new PVE game mode called Hive Escalation Protocol. It's basically an open world horde mode. What do you think about that? Just, 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 just that detail. What do you think about that? It's more way to it's play. Her name is Hep. Oh, great! <laughs> <laughs> great. I'm glad you got that over there. <laughs> So I mean, you talked about you talked about the division before. It's like, oh, it has the horde mode, that, mm-hmm. a wave mm-hmm. and waves of ads. Well, if Destiny had sort of something like that, and you, they saw maybe the the positive outcome of that, they can bring it into Destiny too, and that's what's happening in the new DLC. I, they they displayed it. They showed the waves of ads coming in. Uh, the dev said it was hard end game content, so that kind of appeals to the people that like me. Mm-hmm. Wanting to get to the end game. Now, is this so something you, is this, solo? Oh, go ahead. Is there is a Mar- oh, Margo? I have to group up to do this. You need to. You need to group up to do this. Yeah, you can't solo say, this. It sounds like a group thing. It sounds like another raid, more or less. Yeah. In terms of the an you know, unending raid, raid or something. Or seven wave. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, it's seven waves. Yeah. yeah. So the is the loot going to be end game loot? Did they show that, or is it just it's high level loot? They showed specific loot um, that drops from that event, just for instance, like a shotgun. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said it drops off specific bosses, and I, and I believe they said that the bosses rotate. So you're you're getting it's a possibility of getting some good loot out of these bosses and these chests, but you don't know. They don't. I didn't really tell you how much loot there is, but they said there's going to be some loot involved. So is this like the end of Mega Man, where you've got to like refight all the different bosses from all the different levels that you went through, and like they just <laughs> kind of all come out at different times? It kind of sounds like that, because remember back in the day, I guess they they, they, had this, they did the same thing with Oryx and like that portal thing with it. You saw saw the same boss in the mechanics. Mm-hmm. I assume that they're going to change it up a bit. Um, they we only just saw a little bit. It was seven waves. You know, they have loot drop at three, five, and seven the waves, and then they, have, they had a boss for every wave. It looks very fun. Um, and then they 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 had some items that were iconic for Destiny is a hive hive sword. Oh, you the know, you know, remember that one? Not the icebreaker, but the hive sword. So you killed like a hive uh, guy, and then you have you have the sword, and now mm-hmm. you have that sword. There's a new um, there's a new weapon, like a a world weapon. You know, the cannon, the Galahorn. Yes. No. Not like that. It's like it's like the. <laughs> Sorry, you said iconic Destiny weapons, and I'm naming all the ones that they still aren't <laughs> having. But that's fine. Okay, how about this? You said you said iconic. How about Suros regime? They're bringing that back at least for you. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. That's okay. Fine. Yeah, I'm like. Eh, I did use the Suros regime. That it was the. You game, did. The gun I used. 
<laughs> I used it. I'll admit. So then, of course, they went with uh, introduction to Mars. Mars is going to be the place we're going to be. We're fighting some winter. Well, Mars hives. wasn't in the, isn't in the game currently, is it? It's not in the game, but currently. it wasn't the first. It wasn't the first one. Mm-hmm. That's right. So we're going to visit a different place in it. Ooh. So are we going to take bets on how similar this one looks to the the previous game? I would say probably pretty could, red. But a lot of, a lot of just by just by the screen okay in the first one, yeah. I'm just thinking save some time and money. If they want to put some content, just bring the moon back, right? The I mean, cool. I don't know why a sequel wouldn't have all the things the first one has. Well, you know. All good questions, but the stream <laughs> specified that it was in the polar ice caps. So huh. a, a different a different setting than it so, was original. So probably not so any winter red. hive. So yeah. what it so not the taken, this is the hive. Yeah. What's gonna be what, I mean, their mechanic is obviously like frost-based weapons, like they freeze you or area like elemental effects. I mean, what's any any details you can give us on the Winter Hive and like why I might get excited? Is that is my new race? It's not a race, but like you know, enemy of course. But okay, the, I mean, when yeah, I was yeah, watching, not, not race, yeah, when I was watching the stream, you saw different types of hive, like different hive that you saw from the beginning, like in mm-hmm. V one. Uh, you you would see something like uh, a shield, like a shield based um, knight. For something like, knights don't really have shields. They can bring up that shield that they they put them in, but they actually have a bone shield and they walk up to you with a sword. So like, okay, well that's that's a little weird. Of uh, or ogres, of course, act a little differently and they look different. Um, but nothing to say that they have elemental powers. They wear okay. big thick jackets now because it's cold. Yeah, is it yeah. reskinned? Hive, or is it actually sort of like different, like. like the um, the Taken was, because the Taken was like a remix of the Hive, and now we got another remix of the Hive. That's a good point. Uh, I don't know because that was the stream was short and it didn't really have okay. detail. But I, I would assume that yeah, they they have different mechanics as as a Taken. Yeah, okay. be... they're, they're not just like blue Hive running around, right? Like they had green <laughs> Hive in the that we fight. And you're right. Blue. Yeah, you're right. You know? I hope I hope so. I hope so. A new, okay. a new, a new vendor, Anna Bray. So this person is the NPC, like kind of like Osiris was in Osiris, but they said that this she's actually going to be a vendor and NPC to help you. And how much silver does her stuff cost? <laughs> yeah, what, what what are the cosmetics that she's going to bring? We'll see. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure there'll be actual loot that that's been given. Um, PvP is a big thing because I'll just skim through this. Back in the day, you you remember, or not even back in the day, like recently, uh, in any any of the uh, Black Ops or Call of Duty series, you have these Paragon levels where you level up your, you know, just just by playing, you can get prestige. Yeah, yeah, prestige modes. Well, they're bringing that to Destiny, and you get loot based on it. So if you prestige, of course, you can you can probably pick some loot depending on that. Hmm. That's for the casual side. Now, mm-hmm. for the PvP competitive side, they have a totally different ranking system. This one's like a badge of rights. Like this is this is your stats. This is your like ELO or something like that, right? Okay. Um, and then based on that, they have they're providing even I guess more more prestigious loot because they showed a gun that was obviously top, a top tier um, OP pulse rifle that has some crazy perks on it. And they said only the top of the top will get this. Kind of puts it in perspective that they they kind of they really, they really do focus on PvP as well. So there's, they they kind of put the grind back into the PVE a little bit with the new 
the new um, mode, and then they want to put the grind into PvP. I like it. Okay. Yeah. Well, good. I've never really been big into the PvP elements of Destiny, but I know that there definitely was the reward for the skill base of like the Trials of Osiris and everything in terms of you know making sure that like okay if you are really hardcore into PvP there is a place for you and of course Iron Banner uh, being you know still very impressive from a PvP difficulty standpoint. Yeah, I love Iron Banner. Actually, they boosted Iron Banner to six v six, and I recently played it. It felt so good. Yeah, so so good. So yeah, that's that's all the news for Destiny Two. It's a lot of news. I'm sorry if I was like a data dump, but it's it's important to to me and uh, some most of the community. And yeah. I hope that if you if you do choose to get back into Destiny Two, you have more information now uh, that will maybe help you push to get that DLC. And I'm sure okay, there's Andrew, be... I'll do it. More I'll coming. Do it. I'll do it. I will, yeah. You already bought it. So. I'm already got the season pass, so I'm kind of <laughs> download it. Sure. I'm already I already paid it. for the new DLC. <laughs> I might as well but then, yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully there's some you know something that'll bring bring some life back into it. Yeah, because it is on its final legs it in is. terms of yeah. holding the player base. Mm-hmm. Well, let's, how about we talk about good games? A good game? Let's talk about a good game. <laughs> All right, turn off the stream. <laughs> uh, yeah, you God of War. Power cord out of your. <laughs> That's how you do it. Okay. It's the only way. I do when I talk about God of War. Yeah, let's, let's talk about God of War. What do you guys think? Man, man, it's so good, man. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. It's tell, so good. tell us a little better, Rob. Um, it's so good. Um, <laughs> good, good, good. All okay, right. So let's. So let, let's just talk about it from kind of like where God of War is where, before yeah. this came out, right? Yeah. yeah. So you had your initial releases early in PlayStation Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was definitely a very fast, action-packed. Um, kind of like acrobatic type of fighting yeah where yep. you're kind of swinging all over the place and throw you know, people in the air some, yeah you're throwing people yeah. in the air you got all these combos going and there's a uh you know a lot of focus on quick time events where a lot you of button have, mashing yeah there was some button mashing uh but basically a hack and slash with some really cool stylistic elements yeah and yeah. they kind of tossed that out the window for this mm-hmm. one yeah uh they changed it to where it's more of like a sing it's what they call like a steady cam Mm-hmm. Uh, where it's a single cut, uh, if you're from a movie terms, where a single camera will follow you around the entire game, and it'll pan around and do different things, but it never cuts to a cutscene. No know, load screens. Never turns off. There's no loading screen. Yeah, it's just 40 hours of over-the-shoulder gameplay. Yeah, and it's absolutely amazing that they were able to do this. The trade-off is you don't really get that acrobatic nope. combat fighting that you did in the you know the previous ones. Yeah, the adrenaline levels are much much lower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, one cool change is that you know before you were in the kind of the Greek pantheon, mm-hmm. uh, fighting your way through all that stuff, uh, and now you've gone north. You are up in the uh, the Norse area. Uh, You've killed all those gods. Time to time to kill some more. He starts off the game basically wanting to be left alone, and he's in the, you know, the woods uh, in Odin's territory. So it's like an old man. Sees this as a old man Logan, but old man Kratos. Kind of, yeah. The beard beard is very. uh, (laughs) They basically (laughs) took it right off of Logan and put it on Kratos. Yeah, (laughs) it's good. It's a nice beard. 
And I was I, I should have started this off with the uh, the one word you're going to hear over and over. Boy, 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 yeah. boy, <laughs> boy, yeah. boy. You hear that yes. a lot. You hear that all the damn time. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to see a count of how many times that's said. Someone's going to do it, and it's going to be like thousands. Yeah, <laughs> I would think so. Especially over forty hours. So, did you guys play any of the previous God of Wars? Yes. Yeah. Some uh, I've okay. never. I think I've only ever finished one to completion. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've, I've played them off and on. Of That's course, sweet. they came out when I was younger. And mm-hmm. if you know anything about the other God of War games, sir, there's some very mature aspects to them at some points. Yeah, definitely. Um, I played one, two, and three, and a little bit of the Ascension of Olympus. Oh, that was the PSP. Vita one. It's yeah. either the Vita or the PSP one. PSP, one yeah. probably. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think I played that one too. And yeah, I didn't so, get very far in that one. It was a little, a little tough to play. Yeah. Yeah. So I was thinking they have they have these slew of games, and they they had all this action, acrobatics, and quick time, and big, big uh, scenes and bosses and everything. Not to say that this one hasn't doesn't have it. I haven't gotten to that yet, mm-hmm. but not as epic and like killing mm-hmm. God or something like that. So they had to move. I think they they had to move away from that and make this change, which I was thinking, just from the first two hours, which I've only played, was very cinematic, mm-hmm. very story built. Um, mm-hmm. Something that I think a lot of games are, you're seeing more of those games come out with, you know, especially your on PlayStation. Yeah, with PlayStation, your Uncharted's, yeah. your Last of Us, your Last of Us it pulls a lot yeah. from those two. Yeah. I yeah. would say that this even has a little bit of a Dark Souls type of feel. Yeah, to it the because... the uh, the the uh, the axe gameplay and the mm-hmm. dodging and stuff. Oh yeah, definitely. Exactly. You can't just run up to someone and just. There is no button, no button mashing in this one. You will yeah, get you destroyed. Be, yeah, you have to be very. I didn't really feel like such a strong god of war. <laughs> when I was getting beat by like some of the weakest things. Because you know I'm used to playing the you know the originals. Let me go in there and just start hacking everyone up, and they're. You know, yep. they're flanking me and, and, you know, just dropping their axe right in my back. I mean, I'm like, what the hell's going on here? Yeah, just, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, very different. Uh, very, it's very slow. Different. It's the combat's slower, but it feels like, you know, when you hit something, it's a lot more impactful, like yeah. with an axe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like with the swords, you know, you're slinging them around, they're flying, you know, but the axe, like you can, like it, like you can feel the hit, you know, when you, yeah, that Leviathan axe. And yeah. they actually start off the game where you cut down a tree with the Leviathan axe. Yeah. And you know your your controller is rumbling and the mm-hmm. bass is shaking depending upon your home theater setup if you got one. Uh, it, it's meant to just say like, look, this is a, you know, this is like a punch in the jaw. Yeah. <laughs> Every time this thing happens. <laughs> so some people um, like like for for new players and maybe for me that hasn't got into it in more in depth is the Leviathan axe will be your only weapon? Question that's mark. It's kind of spoilery. Yeah. Or... We shouldn't talk. Well, I mean. I, by saying that, we kind of okay. Let's yeah. just well, say God of War has always been about you get the, God of War has an arsenal of different techniques. That's what I was expecting. So I was coming from a person that has played previous God of War games. There's an arsenal, really, yeah. like a little huge yeah. arsenal. Yeah. But off off the bat, ever get those other ones back, like the Cestas, yeah. you know, the yeah. big like wolf or lion gauntlets or whatever, right. which is still one of my favorite looking weapons that he's got. Yeah, but you know, you could like in this one, you throw the axe, and if you throw the axe, mm-hmm. you can start punching people. Yeah, like you can, you know, you can go at it with just your fist. You have a shield that you can do some cool parrying with, and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. But yeah, so we're, we're avoiding spoilery 
sort of things, of course. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's okay. different, like, you unlock stuff. So I don't want to, like, say what, you know, different things you unlock as you go through the game, but. Mm-hmm. In there's terms an ability of, tree, like you say. Yeah, I there's the ability tree. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And, a lot. You know, his number one weapon is ripping people's heads from their bodies. Yeah. And he still continues to do that in this game, too. So. Yeah, you got to war. And there's him. armor now, the armor aspect where you have, you yeah, equip different loot. types of armor, you have enchantments and mm-hmm. sockets and stuff. It's going to be way more excited. <laughs> you, you, it's you very in-depth. <laughs> you got the little dwarf that follows you around with enchantments. And, yeah. Um, did you guys ever play Ench- uh, Dragon Age 2? Uh, enchantments? enchantments? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was half expecting to do that. Yeah. Um, nice. So let's talk a little bit more about maybe some of the technical aspects of mm-hmm. it. Um, there is a... Uh, you know, this is meant to really feature the power of the PS4 Pro. Yep. Um, it it can be rendered in 4K. It's not like a true 4K. It right. uses the checkerboard uh, aspect to do it. Uh, which one did you go with? Uh, versus 4K versus high performance. I have been playing in 4K, and it looks stunning. Mm-hmm. Like, every scene's breathtaking. Yeah, I did I, the same. I, I thought I would switch it if the frames went down. Mm-hmm. Um, but, man, it, it doesn't so, It feels all. very smooth. Yeah, very, very smooth. And I reduced yeah. it to the regular PS4. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, uh, and to be honest, I think it looks amazing on the regular PS4. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, I'm sure it would. Just everything about it, it's just, it just reeks of quality. You it's know, very, is, very polished. Yeah, the production values are top notch. The, my God, the music as you're just like, you know, as you just go through and, um, <laughs> I, I don't want to spoil for you, Andrew, but there's a part where there's a turtle. And That's I cool. just was like blown okay. away at looking at this turtle. <laughs> That's like, cool. I just could not believe my eyes. Nice. At what was happening? That's cool. I'll look for the turtle. Yeah, yeah. look for the look for this turtle. Yes. Look, look hard. Um, you know, it's hard to blink. <laughs> okay, I will. So, yeah, um, yeah, really digging the Norse mythology. What did you guys think about the uh, the change of setting? You know, there's a you know, I don't have an in depth knowledge of Norse mythology. Uh, a lot of mine stems from Asian mythology. And things like that. And like, uh, I'm surprised about like some of the things I've seen, I've seen in Marvel movies, and I'm like, what? That's actual Norse mythology? That's kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 There's a bit of that. Did you guys play, um, uh, was it, uh, Senua's game? The, um, the one with the Norse girl that hears things? She's like kind of psychotic. Um, Hellblade? Yeah. Hellblade or, yeah. No, I haven't played that one. Okay. Uh, somewhat similar, uh, type of feel because, that's a Norse mythology type mm-hmm. of thing, and there's a whole bunch of stuff about the different gods and whatnot. So, um, very much darker than this game, even mm-hmm. uh, surprisingly. Uh, but I thought it kind of felt something similar. Yeah, there um, is one I big think... technical oh, thing uh, that's there's already been multiple patches out for this. Uh, the text size. Yes, that has text size. That has been the number one complaint is that mm-hmm. sometimes it's hard to read things. Yeah. Do you have it on uh, closed <laughs> caption? Is that what yeah. it is? Okay. Well, it's like in the menus and you're looking at your armor and stuff. Some of the wording comes my... I haven't noticed it at all. And there's yeah. no... But I'm, I'm just kind of making a joke. Like, out of everything this game could have had problems with, people are saying the text is a little too small. That's so it. That's, that's the, their only criticisms. <laughs> that's the yeah. only patches that have come out so far is the increase the, the size of text. I don't know mm-hmm. what you could really criticize about that about this game. I think we can no. all we've all gotten to the stranger, right? Yeah. Oh okay. my god. We could talk about that because that's so early <laughs> on. I feel like we can really. Yeah, that's not. That, that's kind that, of your introduction to the game, right? Yeah. yeah. 
welcome to the game. Welcome to God of War. <laughs> Someone's banging on your door, and you're like, you know, oh, so one of the things that we didn't really talk about was the whole father-son mechanic. Yeah. Um, where basically you play as Kratos, but you're also kind of playing as as the kid too. A little bit. You can shoot. You can tell him where to shoot the bow and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. You can direct him and everything. So what, what do you, what do you think of that? Is it? Um, do you find it like kind of? too much or or do you do you like the aspect of having the uh the other one running around i like it uh you know because if you know with the storyline and how things work i like that you can take a little directive with him because if he was just there and you couldn't do anything with him at all it'd be very pointless but uh you know it takes a lot from the last of us so it's nothing yeah nothing new yeah it's nothing really like brand new ellie running around yeah you know doing a lot of the same things, you know, where but, uh, she, she would help you in the game there. And, and of course, you know, uh, his son helping him here. And he actually progressed, like he gets better at combat the further you get in the game. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. And he, you know, he has, he has his own skill tree. You can go down and improve on as well as yeah. Kratos' yeah. skill tree. I need to play, this, <laughs> I need to play more of this game right now. Yeah. Well, not only that, he's the reason I have beaten most of the tougher enemies where, yeah, you know, I've, I've, this big lumbering troll comes out. I'm like, all right, troll time to die. And I run up and get just demolished. He smacks you but with you, the thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you can, you can be like one shot from some of these things, yeah. but you know, you balance it out with him kind of distracting him. You know, yeah. He'll, he'll actually yell at you. He'd be like, Hey, move, watch yeah. out. There's something behind you. Exactly. Yeah. So it feels a little more interactive, I think than even last of us, which yeah. Yeah. was really interactive. So, uh, yeah, amazing game. Uh, you don't need us to tell you that it's. You should go play it. It's. I'm gonna give it a ten out of ten. Game of the year. Uh, yeah, easily. I feel the same wow. way. Ten out of ten. I think. You know, it's very early, but uh, it's probably gonna be game of the year. Uh, yeah, ten out of ten. This game's perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this reminds I, me so much of how much I enjoyed uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, which is another game I would have given a yeah. ten out of ten to. Sorry, yeah. didn't mean to cut you. So off. you guys have beaten it. No, I'm. I'm. Okay. I'm many many hours into it, okay. mm-hmm. but I haven't beaten it yet. But uh, the story to me, it's this game is much more emotional than the previous entries. And like yeah. if you know the story of the other one, you know, like kind of when you first start off, you're kind of like there's moments where you're like taking it back, you're like wow, you know, Kratos has feelings. Yeah, <laughs> does he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm gonna I, give I'm not beating it, and I. I'm not going to. Sorry, Andrew, I keep cutting you off. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's going to take a while before I beat this game, but I can tell you just because of so often my my uh, game experience is kind of shortened, you know, um, mm-hmm. just from what I've experienced so far is why I'm giving it a 10 out of 10. It's yeah, just the amount of fun and enjoyment, just what I've had already. Yeah, nothing yeah, feels repetitive. The stranger fight, 10 out of 10, because that's all I've done. <laughs> the stranger oh. fight is fun. You know, God, talk about it a little so bit. Good. It kind of goes from zero to one hundred very fast. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like Dragon Ball. <laughs> it is like Dragon uh, Ball. I think that's what you said he's just. I I love when you just like you got the guy on the tree and then you're just like running him through the. Uh, you running through, through the like the mountain. You literally <laughs> running through a mountain. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. This game is so good. Yeah, and even, even if it was a twenty minute game and all you did was <laughs> and he was the last <laughs> boss, it would be worth it. Nice, you know. <sighs> Yeah, you fight him like three times or something. It's crazy. Yeah. Very fun. Very fun. And he'll be back. He'll be back. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> yeah. Because he just kind of falls off into the ravine. Yeah, I haven't oh, actually gotten to another fight where it's felt like that. And I'm kind of 
kind of looking forward to another fight that uh, mm. feels that way. So yeah, yeah, good M- stuff. Mainly, it's been fighting the trolls or whatever, and the trolls are they're just so overpowered. It's... Have you fought the the like the ancients, like the rock people? Mm-hmm. Like they don't take any damage. Like yet they hit them in the chest when they're only when they're shooting lasers at you. Lasers, right? Yeah. What's yeah. going on? <laughs> yeah, this game's this game's sick. It's great. So it goes to space. There's yeah. a lot of different enemy types, and they each have like their own like vulnerabilities and strengths. Yeah. And I've been seeing that too. Yeah, yeah, you have to fight everybody a different way. So I'll tell you one reason why I haven't been getting as far as I was hoping to in God of War is another game that was released this week. And I tell you what a what a week to pick to release it's a your good game. Week. <laughs> Yeah, um, it's a good week for gamers. Yeah, good week for gamers. Terrible week for any competition. Sales, so, uh, terrible for sales. Yeah, but this one's getting a lot of love. Uh, it's called Frostpunk. Mm-hmm. And if you've played the game, um, this war, the War of Mine, or this War of Mine, um, which they basically give it away for free nowadays. Um, yeah, that's the same people that made that. And I would say this is a survival Civ game. It's a uh, essentially a city builder i've heard um, more people maybe uh, contribute to something like a sim city yeah sim city uh definitely goes in there um there was another one um banished uh was another game that people kind of drew some correlations to um i i don't play that many city builders so for me this was uh kind of unique getting back into it so you're essentially a civilization of mm-hmm. uh you know 50 people or 80 people, I think is what you start off with. And you trek your way up north and you find an abandoned, basically coal burner. And that coal burner will get uh, warm and you can kind of huddle around (laughs) that. Um, The earth has gone totally frozen, um, you know, just and, uh, you know, just not taking care of, you know, the environment and everything. It kind of shows like some of the effects that came from that. Global Uh, cooling. Yeah, global cooling. Uh, which is actually the real concern about global warming. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, so you go up to like the North Pole or something, and you find this thing, and there's some some area around that you can start collecting resources and get started building the game. And and it starts off very basic. Go collect wood, go collect coal, go collect steel. But then as time goes on, you start getting questions like, um, one of our people is sick and their leg is gangrenous. Uh, we need to amputate the leg, but they don't want us to. Oh, God. No. What should we do? Oregon Trail, like, all over yeah. again. Uh. <laughs> yeah, so there's there's a lot of things like that in here. Um, it also has a really cool steampunk vibe. vibe. Uh-huh. Um, so if you're into steampunk, it looks awesome for that. It's a very pretty game, and the UI is top-notch. Um, a lot of information conveyed in a very small amount of area. Um, I think there's a lot of replayability because you die so often <laughs> okay <laughs> so die. it's a you difficult can, game yeah like i've gotten banished twice uh for, as leader um so yeah now, is there a tough game Go is ahead. there a difficulty like setting or is it just mm-hmm. okay there is yeah definitely um okay and i'm not sure where i'm at with that in terms of the difficulty settings but mm-hmm. as things go along you know you get more stuff that comes in so in addition to the city building, there's also an exploration aspect too. So you send out scout parties to go look for things. And before I got banished the last time, I found an automaton uh, that I was able to bring back and actually huh. do some uh, 
some collecting and coal mining for me and everything. So that's cool. Um, yeah, lots of stuff going on there. I have heard, um, and Brandon, I think you even brought this up. Yeah, that there was some uh, same events that would occur on the playthroughs. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it might be like that because there is different scenarios that you can play through. Mm-hmm. And the first one that you start off with is like kind of a prescribed thing that you do all the way through. And if mm-hmm. they mixed it up, it might be too random to really okay. get around because when bad things happen, like it gets cold, it gets really bad because it goes from like negative 20 degrees to negative 40 degrees and cool. people just start dying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For, so Oof. people, the, the main complaint from you know what I'm hearing is that, um, the main, you know, other scenarios, but like it can be short, mm-hmm. maybe not like, and maybe you know, not probably like God Award links, and they're not. It's not like Civ, like you can play Civ for hours and hundreds of hours, and yeah. you know, the playthroughs kind of feel the same for that one scenario, and the map doesn't change any. The, the map's not randomized. The map layout stays right. the same. The map's the same. Yeah, and I think that's because of the different scenarios. So there are three different scenarios that come with the game. And there are supposed to be more coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the reasons, so I'm going to give this an eight out of 10 overall. And I was actually going to give it a little bit lower, but then thinking, I just kept thinking about it today and like just the different choices it was giving me and man, what could I have done different about that? And I think when games stick with you, that yep. that's a sign of a really good game. That's how I feel um, too. If you yeah, want to so play more then yeah, that's a good Exactly. Game. Exactly. So in fact, even when we had a little bit of time before the podcast tonight, I hopped on and played a little <laughs> bit because I was just kind of jonesing for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other aspect, you know, for me is um, it's a budget title. So it's only, um, it's got a MSRP of twenty nine ninety nine. Uh If you own uh, the this war of mine, uh, you actually get like a 10% or 20% discount. So you can find it all over the place for around $24. That's a good price and for Given that you probably could get 10, 15 hours of gameplay out of it, Maybe and probably more uh, without redo- really, without repeating anything. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Then I think you're getting like a real low cost of uh, oh yeah, you know, for your for your investment. Again, you're not getting the sieve, you know, replayability. But man, this game. I mean, you talk about God of War being a pretty game. This is actually a very pretty game. Like it looks amazing and just how bleak and stark everything is. So yeah, I'm actually gonna pick that up probably a little bit later. But yeah, I've got God of War, and then there's another game that I'll have to talk about next week because I've haven't touched it, and that's BattleTech, which mm-hmm. is supposed to be the uh, Mech XCOM style game set in the Mech Warrior universe. And uh, yeah, that's gonna take a lot of hours. I hear the learn curve is really steep, and it can be very difficult at times. So I'm excited to play that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing about that. On top of XCOM like difficulty. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That sounds really difficult. Because you have to manage like the weight of the mech, where you place the weapons, how much ammo you have for the weapons, um, which weapon you use. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how much how much armor, where the armor is on the mech, like you armor the arms where the weapons are, but leave your core vulnerable or your back vulnerable. And if your pilot gets hurt, then you can't use the mech. And uh, it's there's it's I'll talk about it more later. But there's that's uh, very in depth, mm. and, and like it's not just like XCOM like. Imagine XCOM if like the alien shot your arm off and you can shoot your gun anymore, <laughs> like that kind of thing. Oh, I man. thought XCOM was too much too at some <laughs> yeah. times. Yeah, I I almost wanted to cry during XCOM a couple times because of all the people they kept killing. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I brought that guy up for nothing, <laughs> and you killed him. 
Yeah. Uh, now it's the mech. So skills. not only do you have to keep your person alive, but you also have a mech that you don't want to get destroyed. So, yeah, a lot cool. of stuff on that. But, uh, yeah, I think that's all the game stuff we have. So we'll move on to talk about maybe some movies and TV. Uh, have you guys ever seen Super Troopers? Yeah, love it. Yeah, I went seen. Have you guys? Did you watch the sequel this uh, past week? I did not. Did not. Well, if you're hoping for a good time, that's what you'll get. Uh, mm. It's you know like the first one. I, you know how you know how sometimes comedies, you know when there's a sequel come out, the formula completely changes and it doesn't work well. Or if it's the exact same thing. Or when they're twenty years apart. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this one probably is close to that, but uh, yeah, this one. You know, it has very you know similar aspects to it, but it plays. It could be its own standalone movie. Like you wouldn't have to watch the first one or That's you know cool. have the first one exist. Like it's a funny movie on its own. I think um, it, it has to be, especially with that kind of time yeah. difference. You know, it's when I say twenty years leap. apart, I saw Super Troopers in theaters and loved it. <laughs> but you know, how do you do a sequel off of that, especially yeah. this far down the road? Any right. any of the people that watched it and loved it are now in very different places than mm-hmm. they were when yeah. they first watched that, you know, or should be. How about that? Yeah, hopefully you are in very different places. But, uh, yeah, I think yeah, it's very nostalgic. It'll bring back a lot of those feelings because it's the you know exact same cast. Everybody mm-hmm. from the first one's back. And, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good time. Uh, I think it's, you know, I would say an 8 out of 10 nice. uh, in terms of a good comedy. And, uh, yeah, I think it's just as good as the first one. So I wouldn't say better, but, it's definitely, you know, it's just as good. Cool. That's a that's a very successful Kickstarter. That's for sure. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yep. It was a Kickstarter movie. Yep. And I don't was that the first of its kind, like Kickstarter movie? Uh-uh. You think? Uh no. No. Was, no. Was maybe this maybe this magnitude, but I was that magnitude wise. that's what I was thinking. Yeah, Zach Braff did some kind of uh Kickstarter movie and that was kind of the big famous first one that he did. And Woody Allen did a Kickstarter movie as well. So another thing that was uh th- those are both prior to this and then there's one that I kickstarted called uh, "What We Do in the Shadows," which is a um, uh, vampire documentary, like a mockumentary type of movie, and so like um, a <laughs> interview. Yeah, and it was directed by the guy who did uh, Thor Ragnarok. Huh. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. So, it, yeah. so it, it was his big introduction to the United States was uh, "What We Do in the Shadows." So nice. Uh, hmm. You know, he's he stars in it uh, as one of the vampires, and yeah, really humorous. So yeah, fun movie. <laughs> cool. Nice. Cool. Cool. Speaking of movies, humorous. Um, yeah, maybe uh, this probably maybe, this looks pretty funny. Humorous. This looks pretty yeah. funny. Um, the yeah. the new Venom trailer came out, and uh, oh man, what a pile of <laughs> Rob, hot garbage that is! For listeners, Rob is just not looking good about this. Yeah. The trailer yeah. literally starts out with uh with Tom Hardy going, "Your boss is an evil person." Yes. <laughs> Yeah, um, oh, if you man. love seeing CGI black goo get thrown everywhere and then come immediately back to them, yeah, this will be the movie for you. <laughs> yeah, so if this is a uh, this is what Spider Man would look like if he didn't sling webs and it was goo instead. I don't even know what he looks like. It, it it's... they're like he's supposed to look like he does in the comic, but he looks like he's just like kind of like a. A black Spider-Man, a black garbage bag that they <laughs> put on his head. <laughs> yeah, and then it looks eyes on it. 
And we actually get to see Venom this time, and it looks yes. bad. It looks so terrible. Bad. It's it looks the really worst bad. looking so Venom. So bad. Spider-Man 3 Venom looked so awful. <laughs> awful, but it's much better than this one. I don't even know. It's I tell you what, I'm I'm checked out on this. Um, yeah. I don't think I'll go watch it. I don't think there's anything that's no. going to pull me into it. Nope. And I'm I like Tom Hardy in a lot of movies, but he needs to stay out of these comic movies. Yeah, he doesn't. He hasn't had a good record from that terrible Bane voice that he did. <laughs> um, and, and I mean, I don't even. I couldn't even take the movie seriously watching that with him and his stupid voice. And this whole, you know, we are Venom uh, Man, scene. His accent in this trailer, and I guess the whole movie, is this. Uh, yeah, the the we are Venom scene where he actually turns into Venom, yeah. I guarantee you will be the very last scene of the movie. Oh, easily. Well, yeah. Although. In Sp- when Amazing Spider Man 2, when the trailer for it came out, uh, it showed the fight with Rhino, mm-hmm. which was the very last scene of Amazing Spider Man 2. It was in the trailer. And I guarantee you, uh, I'm not sure. Okay, I just don't care. Never. Okay, yeah, Yeah. I, 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 that's exactly what I was looking at because I was wanting some redeeming quality to maybe he, he, did have a a good film that he they directed and it is Ruben uh, Fletcher. Okay. And the Zombie Land, Zombie Land Gangster Squad. I've never heard of these ones, but Thirty Minutes or Less and Two Night Stand. No, did he? He did Zombie Land. He did Zombieland. He directed Zombieland. Zombieland was a great movie. Okay. Yeah, Zomb- maybe it's. Zomb- yeah, Zombieland is with uh, if it's what I'm thinking of with Woody Harrelson. Yeah, and it is. Murray and all. Oh yeah. man, that, that's a fantastic movie. Yeah, that's I think right Sony there. is kind of muddied muddied this one up. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of studio intervention. It, it looks yeah. like. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. So okay, I, I wouldn't so say from us. I liked his action scenes or anything from Zombieland. Like nothing about that movie said. Oh, this guy needs to do some comic direction. This guy needs a new Venom. Yeah, this guy needs a new Venom. <laughs> Which yeah. Zombieland was a comedy. Yeah. yeah. So Kinda, this one, uh, this is this is more serious. This is supposed to be serious. a very. This is supposed to be a very serious, dark. I right? hope. I hope anti-hero. It like a dark comedy. This, no, yeah, not, from the trailer, it doesn't look like it. So, yeah. I, I can give a little bit of context for this too. So, if you notice, he's in San Francisco, not in New York. And he is Spider-Man's villain, right? So mm-hmm. Spider-Man's in New York. He's Without Spider-Man. Be in New York. This is from a classic um, storyline called uh, Lethal Protector that came out in the kind of mid-90s, probably 94, 95, uh, where Venom, believing that Spider-Man was dead, went to the West Coast and tried to save lives over there. Essentially what happens is he's just too brutal and doesn't know how to play nice around people. Um, he, he ended up killing a lot of the people he was trying to protect. So um, it was kind of a dark, kind of goofy. Um, anti-hero sort of in the spirit yeah, of anti-hero Deadpool. type of thing. Uh, I was pretty checked out on that. It was it was not a great series. I'm not looking forward to anything about this movie. No. I hope I'm proven wrong, but yeah. nothing about it looks good to me. No. Agreed. What's something good coming out, though? Or something that's, uh, that's in, tw- something? <laughs> in 2020... Uh, you can watch the Witcher series, which we hope is going to be great. Oh, they showed Netflix. some uh, some stills from that, didn't they? Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I didn't see them if they have, but uh, in twenty twenty, we'll get eight episodes of Witcher goodness on Netflix. I just oh, realized good. I spelled it wrong in our notes, but yes, Witcher, not Wither. <laughs> 
But uh, speaking of Netflix series, do you want to talk about this and give a little bit review of it, Rob? I'm not very I, far into. So I don't know if you've. I watched you guys finished it. Five episodes. It's about where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah, I have not watched um, much of it. I've only watched the first episode. I, I kind of got okay. uh, pulled away with, uh, gotcha. with everything else. Maybe we'll wait. We'll hold off on that then. Maybe. Yeah, we can wait. We can wait on yeah. it. Yeah. Now, if we're talking about Lost in Space, by the way. Yes. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, if you uh, if you want to get you know go watch it, and maybe next week you can uh, join us in all that. But uh, let's get to the main course of what this week is going to entail, and that is uh, Infinity War. And uh, like we've been doing for the past, I don't know, four or five weeks, uh, given Rob's been giving us some uh, some background on the comic book side of uh, Infinity War, and uh, I think he's got two two stories for us today. So yeah, uh, two series, kind of uh, one and a half, to be honest with you. Um, okay. So for people that have been listening, uh, you know that I've been covering, you know, Infinity Gauntlet, followed by Infinity War, followed by Infinity, and now I'm up to Infinity Siblings. Uh, Infinity Siblings, a series that just came out. Um, it deals with the, I don't know if you guys knew this, but Thanos got a brother, and his brother's name is Eros. Uh, they're both from know. the moon Titan of uh, you know, of Saturn. And um, Hey, that's in Destiny. Yeah. <laughs> and they look something alike. Eros kind of looks like a, he looks like a kind of old style, wacky superhero. Uh, with like these weird kind of curly eye eyebrows and stuff, and I think his power is having red hair. Um, that's about the all there is to it. Um, but essentially, there's a lot of back and forth about how Thanos is trying to write himself in the universe. He discovers that his place in the universe has been unsettled uh, by the future Thanos, and has basically created some problems for him. So. He knows that he has an expiration date. He is dis- defeated by this uh, planetary destructive force thousands of years in the future. So he basically needs to rewrite his present and future in that so he can avoid this eventual outcome. So there's a lot of time traveling uh, occurring. Uh, he kind of goes back in time. Um, he actually tricks himself, a past version of himself, to go back in time and puts himself in like prehistoric times. Uh, just to get him out of the way, <laughs> so he uh, he he does some it does some kind of interesting stuff there. Um, this one is very very lighthearted compared to the one that I talked about last week, Infinity. Um, mm-hmm. It is uh, it's like a classic Starlin adventure, which you could kind of look at as like those '70s and '80s, um, you know, wacky cosmic uh, Marvel adventures. You know, very Guardians of the Galaxy before it was you know a movie series kind of thing. When okay. did uh, this? When did this come out? Uh, Infinity Siblings just came out, like, like within the past few months. Okay, so yeah, so it is it is probably drawing a lot from Guardians of the Galaxy, Thor, Ragnarok, mm-hmm. that kind of style. Yeah, a lot of that, but it's it's drawing more from the Starlin Adventure, which those right. movies draw from, you know, Starlin okay. Adventures. Okay. Um, I don't think they're gonna pull much inspiration from this one into the movie especially since i had a lot of time after (laughs) (laughs) exactly uh but it's fun it's a it's a really fun read um it's a much shorter read than last week last week was a thousand pages uh this week's 105 so wow um so i was able to read through all of this one i enjoyed my time with it and that, that works out to about five issues of comics so that will take you about 
two hours to read through, um, you know, looking at all the different art and everything else that goes on. Uh, this is a great look at Thanos. This is a great look at uh, his relationship with his brother and also just how diabolical he can be. Um, so Thanos is not necessarily a bad guy, but he's definitely not a good guy. And this helps kind of, you know, blur those lines even further. So hmm. I'm going to give it an 8.5 out of 10. Nice. Uh, yeah, I had, had a blast with it. I think it's fun. Um, is that the, the highest one first. out of all of them? Uh, yes, this would make it the highest one. And nice. mainly from the fun standpoint. They've all been very solid, though. Uh, 8, 8, and 8, and now 8.5. So all pretty much nice. hovering right there at the great series. But now there's another one. Yeah, so I intentionally left this one off um, because it doesn't really fit into the series. Um, it's called The Infinity Crusade, and it actually came out in 1993, uh, one year after Infinity War. Um, so Infinity Gauntlet comes out, and everyone goes, wow, all the heroes and all the villains got together and had this crazy battle, and look at what was at stake. You know, half the universe was disappeared. And look, Thanos is such a, a badass, and now we got this, um, you know, Adam Warlock who's going to go through and and kind of change everything. And then they'd come out with Infinity War, and people got a little iffy on that. It's not as good. It, it doesn't feel as good. Um, it really feels really cheesy for the time, um, but it's important to to where the universe eventually goes. Infinity Crusade picks up after this, so. The big bad in Infinity War is Magus, which is Adam Warlock's evil side. Um, mm. When Adam Warlock expelled all good and evil from him so that he could be a truly neutral being and rule the universe with the Infinity Gauntlet um, justly, you know, or fairly, um, you know, he, he had to expel those things. So, as we said, evil side was Magus. The good side was a naked gold girl called goddess <laughs> and she even though she is good believes that only she is righteous enough to wield the power of the infinity gauntlet and the story is basically her uh relieving him of the gauntlet and taking it for her own uh her own uses good kind of um, sounds bad <laughs> yeah it's it's really lame overall um, and I don't want to give a lot of spoilers on it, but it just, it, it never really seems to find its footing and everything just is so convenient of like, Oh, of course that happens. Oh, of course this happens. Oh, there's because, no guessing. Yeah. Yeah. There's really no guessing. Everything's really scripted. Um, usually in some comics, there'll be a fight and someone will be overpowered and that's how they like lose their thing. But Sometimes it's like, well, we can't let this guy lose to someone else, so they have to, like, hurt themselves. Like, they trip and, like, fall over something. Or it's just, like, you know, some some circumstance puts them in, like, a terrible state for, like, the whole universe to, like, you know, come down upon them. So that's essentially what happens to Adam Warlock. Um, and it's just, like, super convenient way to get him out of the picture while Goddess is doing all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, dumb story. Um, Ron Lim <laughs> is a artist that I really like, um, but it's so rushed the amount of work that he does for this one. Everything looks really corny, um, really cartoony, and it looks like he's really cribbing off of what they call the image comic style. Um, 
we can get into all this another day, but there was a competing comic book line made of all the top former Marvel comic artists uh, called Image Comics. And they sold boatloads of comics and everyone started trying to kind of ape their style a little bit. And unfortunately, Ron Lim seemed to be doing this about that same time too. So he went from a very, not necessarily unique style, but like a good style that you could say, okay, this is a good representation of all the different uh, characters that we're showing. Um, he went a little more like extreme with everybody's look. So, you know, being the 90s, extreme superheroes, it was really tough to read. It, it hurt my eyes, to be honest. Uh, if you want to see good Ron Linmart, you can see his run on Silver Surfer. Looks absolutely amazing. Uh, cool. But for this series, the Infinity Crusade, I recommend you skip it. I'll give it a five out of ten <laughs> overall, just because mm. it, it, there's it is you know your heroes that you love and and there is a lot of things to see, but uh, it's this is why it took twenty something years for them to go back to yeah. Infinity. This is probably what this killed, killed it. it. Yeah, this killed it. Yeah. So oh. you know, be aware. So with that, I'd like to say you know thanks, Rob, for. Reading all these, giving us the the lowdown on all of the the lore and behind it. That's been about four four or five weeks. Yeah, it kind of wraps up the the series. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it leads up to this. I honestly recommend if you want to kind of get into the lore behind it, which is I'm way way more educated going yeah. into the movie now. That's is go back into the podcast. You know, listen just to Rob's uh, catch another episode. Yeah. And, and get get more educated so, about it. So Rob, uh, being our resident expert, what do you th- which story or what maybe which elements do you think we'll see in this uh, film? So I really think we're going to see elements of Infinity Gauntlet. Obviously, mm. we you know the gauntlet itself just being so iconic. So right. we'll see the stones kind of come together there. I think the aspect of all the heroes coming together is going to be kind of interesting. So if this follows the the that series then I think you'll see uh, Doctor Strange kind of rallying Earth's heroes together uh, to fight back against Thanos. Now, what's going to be very different uh, is that you've got Spider-Man's involvement with the Iron Spider uh, Mm -hmm. outfit and some of the world-destroying stuff that's going on. That never happened in Infinity Gauntlet. They fought in space. Uh, So I think this is going to be more like Infinity and Infinity War uh, where things were brought to Earth. And okay. because things are going to be happening on Earth, uh, you got a little bit more of the aspects that you'll we see. We do have more. we do have some space heroes though. Yes, we got yeah. Thor. We got our you know Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy weren't even around in that way, mm-hmm. uh, but Drax certainly was, and that's back when Drax looked very different than he does now. Uh, no cool red tattoos. He had a, <laughs> a purple swimmer's cap and a cape. That is different. <laughs> and giant green muscles. So he was just a. You know, kind of a, a he was basically Cosmic Hulk. So if we're thinking Infinity Gauntlet is going to be our story, what do you think about? Because we know we're going to have a sequel next year to mm-hmm. this Avengers movie. Do you think it'll probably follow Infinity War as a sequel, or do you think Marvel think might go a different route? Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, I think what you'll see is that this one will probably be most likely Infinity Gauntlet with bits of Infinity War and Infinity, and mm-hmm. I believe the next one will actually be Infinity, um, okay. where they'll have more. Um, of the Kree and Scroll Wars that are going on. Adam Warlock, that kind of thing. Yeah, and I think that's when you might actually even lead up to uh, Secret Invasion, uh, which is another series in which that's a big series, yeah. heroes were replaced by Scrolls. So if you haven't heard of that, um, 
Wiki it. <laughs> look, look it up on Wiki or Google it, and you'll read yeah. a little bit more about it. Um, one cool. great way to catch up on all this stuff too, you know, we, we get nothing for this, but I have a subscription to uh, Comixology's um, um, basically all you can eat series or uh, service. And it's only like $6 a month and you can read tons and tons of these comics. And a lot of these are available under that service. So if you're interested in picking them up, reading a bunch of, uh, of background and, you know, getting more information about the Marvel universe, it's a great way to do it. Good stuff. Too bad it's not, uh, I'm not getting endorsed for that. It's a good plug. Yes. Great plug. <laughs> yeah. If you want to, if you want to sponsor us, Homosology, you just let, yeah. just let us know. Let us know. We have, oh, yeah. the, we, we'll we can do great plugs. <laughs> we'll rename it. Comixology oh, talk. So, uh, yeah, we're pretty, uh, we're pretty far in time. You guys still want to do 20 questions or? Yeah, let's yes. do it. Okay. It's my, my week. It's, uh, it's Andrew's week this week. Oh, never so. mind. Yeah, we can skip it. That's, no! uh, hopefully it's not too hard. It's not uh, hard. Okay, yeah, so are we, are we good? We the... one, so let's see. All right, let's go. Right. Yeah, easy. But you know, Andrew didn't let us. <laughs> make it it so easy. Dog? <laughs> Is that a question? Oh uh, no. no. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's narrow this thing down. Um, like always. Uh, before the year 2010. Yes, before 2010. Okay. Is it? After the year 2000. It is after the year 2000. Okay. Man, we always end up in this area, huh? Yeah, it's a lot of games in this area. A lot of a lot of great games. A lot of great games in here. So we got 10-year span. Do you want to cut maybe that in half? Yeah. Um, is this a exclusive? Or, or is it can you be more specific? Yeah, what oh, I'm basically oh. saying, is it multi-platform title or is it an exclusive? It is a multi-platform title. Okay. 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 Interesting. So, so lots of those. Um, maybe what platform? Should, yeah, maybe we. Well, platform won't really matter, right? Because we got the. Uh, oh, it's, the, yeah, it's multi-platform. That's right. Yeah, multi-platform. Uh, so maybe let's try to let's try to get maybe more of a year and then maybe yeah. style a game. Was it uh, before two thousand five? Before two thousand five. Okay. 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 Um, is it a? Well, let's see. So, so think of something that was on probably OG Xbox, PS2, GameCube. Yeah, tons of those type of series. So just trying to think if we should go with like an RPG or like maybe a fighting game. Let's see. So we had what we had like the Soul Calibers. They were multi-platform. Yeah. They did Soul um, Calibers. So hopefully they didn't do it again. No, I hope not. Uh, oh, what? What else? No. <laughs> what else is multi-platform back then? Oh, there's Call of so, Duty. There's so many things. So let's um. Let's get genres. Probably help a lot. Yeah. So we know it's 2000. So I mean, do we want RPGs? Are pretty big. Yeah. Do we want to do RPG or like open world? Like this is where the like sandbox world, like your Grand Theft Auto threes and stuff. That's true. But that so. was. That was exclusive to PlayStation. Was it on? Yeah. PC. The the guy yeah definitely was on PC and actually the uh, the C not the CEO but the uh, lead of Xbox got a big tattoo of uh, Grand Theft Auto uh, commemorating it. I didn't know there was a I didn't know there was a Grand Theft Auto on OG Xbox. Yeah, I thought the first one was uh, four on the 360. Mm-mm. Nope, they did a re-release. <laughs> so let's let's start talking about that then. So uh, yeah, well. would you consider this a um, open world. open world style game, Andrew? Yes. Okay. Okay. 
Might, might hit the nail on, on the head here. <laughs> um, but see, there's a lot of wasn't there a lot of platformers that had like an open world kind of environment in this yeah, time definitely. period. Yeah. Um, but mm. if we're talking open world, <clears throat> that puts us in the you know, later portions, probably. Probably more towards the yeah later on. Yeah. Um, open world. Probably not GameCube. GameCube, I don't think, really had the probably power for a big open world game. Not really. No. So uh, let's just oh. ask, do you, do you drive vehicles yeah. in this game? No. Okay. Well, that helps narrow it down quite a bit. So open do you, world. I wonder if I wonder. I don't know. You wouldn't. No. I wonder if. Uh, I wonder if you maybe. Uh, eh. Too. That's too specific. Let's try to. Hmm. Maybe we need to ask if it uh, what kind of setting is in. If it was, uh, yeah, because it could be like fantasy space or fantasy or, or something like yeah. that. Yeah, I think yeah. fantasy might be good because wouldn't that be putting us around like Morrowind probably? Yeah, we had those. We had a lot of yeah. games like that. Okay. Yeah, so, is it a is it a yeah, fantasy yeah. setting? It is a fantasy setting. Okay. Yeah. So maybe we, you know maybe we are looking at Morrowind and uh, yeah, I should have brought that up too. They just re released it for Xbox One with the 4K. Oh, did they? Yeah. Nice. Nice. It would, it would be timely for him to uh, to bring that up. That would be very uh, timely. Yeah. Andrew, would you consider this game an RPG? It is an RPG. Okay. We may <laughs> actually be onto something here. So a fantasy RPG, open world, OG. Yeah. Uh, it was on Xbox and PC. So that would uh, that would be very possible. Uh, let's just uh, let's consider an RPG, man. I, I think maybe we just go ahead and try uh, try to narrow it down there. And see maybe maybe like. ask about public. Maybe we need to ask if it's maybe made by uh, published by you know Bethesda. It is a Bethesda game. It is a Bethesda game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still I still know what it is. You guys got it in ten questions. My goodness. Nice. Wow. Really good. No, that's good. That was well, that was an easy one this week. <laughs> yeah, especially because I've been thinking about it. Because they just re-released it this week for Xbox One X uh, 4K. It is actually the best version of the game available. Nice. I don't know how many hours I pumped into this game on original OG Xbox. Uh-oh. So <laughs> many hours. Hundreds. This game. It's so a very good. large game. And it's very open. It's like very open where, mm-hmm. you know, there's not quest markers like skyrim have where you go here go here go here is kind of you had to interpret yeah. yourself this this was a game that i really lost myself in for like hours at a time you know just be like put on my headphones start playing the game and i was just gone like you yep. just the, the rest of the world just kind of faded away the only other games i would say really did that for me was there, there was one called free space um it was a wing commander spiritual sequel Mm-hmm. Uh, that, um, yeah, yeah. You could just go flying around for like you know in space just forever, and you you could choose to join you know different factions and stuff. But yeah, great game, Andrew. Thanks for uh, bringing that up. That's a uh, nice. That's one that's certainly in my heart. Same for me. Same for maybe me. Maybe we can get you know another Elder Scrolls here soon with uh maybe something you know in in heart of Morrowind and yeah, one that's not MMO. You no, know, it's not MMO. Yeah, true. I hope so. <laughs> but uh, all right, yeah, it's time for some plugs. So I like plugs. 
We are leaking all over the place. Plug yeah. us up. I like to plug like us up. Comicsology and Frostpunk. <laughs> uh, we we do like to plug our community because you know without our community we would be not here. So we we appreciate our community very much, and that is the Pixel Pub Gaming Community. You can visit our inf- you can visit our website, our official website on pixelpubgaming.com. And I made some changes, like I said, mentioned before in the beginning of the the episode. So check those out. Let me know how it is. You can tell us and give us feedback within the Discord, and there's a Discord link inside um, on the on the website. You can visit the We Talk Nerd podcast channel and talk to us mm-hmm. if you like. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Give us feedback. Of course, we love it. We love likes. We like subscribes. We love you know just shares, cheers, listens, everything, everything, ratings, yep. yeah, comments concerns it concerns <laughs> discussions yeah discussions yeah, yeah obviously and um we would also like you to join uh many of our gaming uh, games we actually play from destiny 2 to world of warcraft to i believe we're getting a rust server now so thanks nice. to espresso knight for that and he's people he's still been, play that game uh, yeah people still play that game and uh, people are really excited about doing a lot of pvp related stuff in our community so this is stuff team. happening this is stuff happening yeah. in our community <laughs> join in uh we do giveaways every week i think the giveaway this week is mafia 3 plus like we gave DLC. some big titles away man so, mafia 3 that's a that's a big game some big titles yeah get I in there to go yeah. hop back in the uh, frostpunk channel start talking it up again <laughs> uh, you know yeah yeah definitely so we, <laughs> we like you to join our community please do yeah go All check right. it out um you know i've been kind of slacking a little bit on the uh, the discord thing but I, I every time i get in there I'm, I'm overjoyed to talk with everyone that has a similar you know similar interests uh when they talk about comics movies tv shows so games um, everything yeah, everybody there's yeah go ahead you find all the nerd stuff in the in the uh the discord any, any aspect you know, i think there's even an anime channel so if you're into that there's yeah. that too anime there's channel even mtg there's magic the gathering yeah. channel there's yeah, D yeah. channel we got it we got it yeah nice a lot of cool stuff cool well, i just like to add a couple things uh you know if you do play wow like we talked about make sure to get with us on joining the bad nama Gemma guilds on uh sargeras for the alliance and uh leading hollow for the horde I will actually be checking out uh, the Battle for Azeroth beta. I got invited to that. I think that just went live this week, so might see some stuff for that. You know, coming week. So uh, yeah, stay tuned for that. But uh, cool. That's all I really got. So uh, we'll see you guys later. See you, everyone. Bye.